We got real music to talk about. We got Kendrick is back. King Kendrick is back. This shit different. This this ain't even from the album. This is from Damn, but this is one of my favorite Kendrick songs. Anybody who owe me money, fuck you. <laughs> no, but on the real though, man, we finna go ahead and go in depth on this album after this song. Right here, man. Follow up podcast. Make sure y'all stay tuned. Follow up. I feel like a chip on my shoulders. I feel like I'm losing my focus. I feel like I'm losing my patience. I feel like my thoughts in the basement. Feel like I feel like you're miseducated. Feel like I don't wanna be bothered. I feel like you may be the problem. I feel like it ain't no tomorrow. Fuck the world. The world is ending. I'm done pretending. And fuck you if you get offended. I feel like friends been overrated. I feel like the family been faking. I feel like the feelings are changing. Feel like my daughter compromised is jaded. Feel like you wanna screw and that's how I made it. Feel like I ain't feeling you all. Feel like removing myself. No feelings involved. I feel for you, I've been in the field for you, it's real for you, right? Shit, I feel like ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying. I feel niggas been out of pocket. I feel niggas tapping their pockets. I feel like debating on who the greatest can stop it I am legend, I feel like all of y'all is peasants I feel like all of y'all is desperate I feel like all it takes a second to feel like Mike Jordan whenever holding a real mic I ain't feeling your presence Feel like I'ma learn you a lesson Feel like only me and the music though I feel like you're feeling mutual. I feel like the enemy you should know Feel like the feeling Jada of no Don. hope The feeling of bad dope I call that house manipulated from soap The feeling, the feeling of false freedom A false freedom to poison To fill them up in the prison I feel like it's just me, look I feel like I can't breathe, look I feel like I can't sleep, look I feel heartless, often, often Feeling the falling, I'm falling apart With darkest hours lost in Feeling the void of being employed with balling Streets is talking, filling the blanks with coffins Fill up the banks with dollars Fill up the graves with fathers Fill up the babies with bullshit Internet blogs and pulpit Filling with gossip I feel like this gotta be the feeling where Pac was The feeling of an apocalypse happening But nothing is awkward The feeling won't prosper The feeling is toxic I feel like I'm boxing Demons, monsters, false prophets Scheming, sponsors, industry promises Niggas, bitches, honkies, crackers, Church religion, token blacks in bondage Lawsuit visits, subpoena, served in concert Fuck your feelings, I mean this for imposters I can feel it, the phoenix, sure to watch us I can feel it, the dream is more than process I can build a regime that forms a likeness I can feel it, the scream that haunts our logic I feel like say something, I feel like take some. I feel like skating on, I feel like waiting for Maybe it's too late for him. I feel like the whole world want me to pray for him, But who the fuck praying for me? Ain't nobody praying for me Kojak, you tuned in to the follow-up podcast. Kojak, Jada Don, follow-up podcast. That was a uh, feel from the damn album. I'm not going to play no music from this, the new Kendrick album because I don't know if they're going to uh, delete our shit if we do. No, so I'm, I'm going to play it safe. Play that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play it safe. But real quick, before we get into a full in-depth review of this album, um, Power Rankings list for May and June. Uh, wait. Uh, April and May will be dropping next week I will be dropping both of those I was going to hold off 
until June and just drop all three. But I'm going to drop both of those and get those out the way so we can start fresh for June. But this episode is just strictly Kendrick Lamar talk. Um, But I'm going to let y'all know how we're going to be discussing this episode. So we're going to talk about the Heart Part 5 song first that he dropped on Mother's Day. Then we will do we will discuss the album cover and then an overall synopsis of the album. Um, and then we'll go song for song where we're going to talk production of the features, if any features is on the album, um, the content, the song placement as far as how it was placed on the project, prediction of sales, um, quick compare as far as his previous albums. We'll just talk about it for a second. And then the end of the episode, we will uh, close out with rating this album one, one out of ten. So... Follow along, take y'all notes. Um, this is going to be really in-depth. I've heard this project. Now, we not going to be deciphering lyrics. I'm not doing that shit. Like, <laughs> niggas, niggas ain't getting paid to do that. But I've listened to this album probably over the last, what, how long has it been out? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, no, it's Tuesday today. Mm, so about Friday. five days, five and a half days if you want to count a little bit of Thursday, I guess. I've listened to this album probably fifteen times straight through. Seriously? Yes. I'm I'm only two I could, through. I could literally tell you where what the place of every song. I'm about two and a half through maybe. Yeah, I've I listened to this album a lot. My opinion has changed over time on certain songs and things like that. So we're definitely gonna talk about it. But first up, uh the heart part five. Um I think we could play that. Maybe. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna play the heart part five right now. Just, just if anyone's been living under a rock and they haven't heard it, I feel like we could play that because that shit is on YouTube, even though the album is too. But I don't, I don't think this should have get pulled. So let's hope not. Shit. Um, nah, we ain't even gonna. Let's not risk it. Or should I? Man, fuck you, man. Let's follow up. We do what we want, man. We're gonna play the hard part five right now, and then we're gonna be back with the full breakdown of the project. As I get a little older, I realize life is perspective. And my perspective may differ from yours. I want to say thank you to everyone that's been down with me. All my fans, all my beautiful fans. Anyone who's ever gave me a listen. All my people. I come from a generation of pain where murder is minor Rebellious and more jealous, a trip you for designer Belt buckles and cloud overzealous and prone to violence Make the wrong turn, be your will of the will alignment Residue burn, missed at the inner city Miscommunication to keep homo detector busy No protection is risky, desensitized, I vandalize pain Covered up and camouflage, get used to hearing arsenal rain Analyze, risk your life, take the charge Homies don't fuck your baby mama once you hit the yard That's culture, 23 hour lockdown Then somebody called, said your little nephew was shot down The culture Involved. I done seen niggas do 17, hit the halfway house, get out and get his brains blown out, looking to buy some weed, car washes played out, new GoFundMe accounts to proceed, a brand new victim will shatter those dreams, the culture. Yeah. 
to let y'all know what a nigga look like in a bulletproof rover. In my mama's sofa was a doodle popper, hair trigger, walk up closer. Ain't no photoshopping, friends bipolar. Grab your by your pockets, no option if you froze up. I always play the offense. Niggas going to work and selling work, late for work. Working late, praying for work, but he on paperwork. That's the culture, point the finger, promote ya. Remote location, witness protection, they go hold ya. The streets got me fucked up, y'all can miss me. I wanna represent for us. New revolution, what's up and moving? I'm in Argentina, wiping my tears, full of confusion. Water in between us, another peer's been executed. History repeats again, make amends, then find a nigga with the same skin to do it. But that's the culture, crack a bottle. Hard to deal with the pain when you're sober. By tomorrow, we forget the remains, we start over. That's the problem, our foundation was trained to accept whatever follows. Dehumanized, insensitive, scrutinized The way we live for you and I Enemy shook my hand, I can promise I'll meet you In a land where no equal is your equal Never say I ain't told ya Nah In a land where hurt people hurt more people Fuck calling it culture Celebrate new life when it come back around The purpose is in the lessons we learning now Sacrifice personal gain over everything Just to see the next generation better than ours I wasn't perfect, the skin I was in I truly suffered Temptation and patience, everything that the body nurtures I felt the good, I felt the bad, and I felt the worry But all in all, my productivity has stayed urgent Face your fears, always knew that I would make it here Where the energy is magnified and persevered Consciousness is synchronized and crystal clear Euphoria is glorified and made his Reflecting on my life and what I done Paid dues, made rules, change out of love Them same views made schools change curriculums But didn't change me staring down the barrel of that gun Should I feel resentful I didn't see my full potential? Should I feel regret about the good that I was into? Everything is everything, this ain't coincidental I woke up that morning with more heart to give you As I bleed through the speakers, feel my presence To my brother, to my kids, I'm in heaven To my mother, to my sis, I'm in heaven to my father, to my wife, I am serious, this is heaven To my friends, make sure you count them blessings To my fans, make sure you make them investments And to the killer that spared up my demise I forgive you, just know your soul's in question I seen the pain in your pupil when that trigger had squeezed And though you did me gruesome, I was surely relieved I completed my mission, wasn't ready to leave But fulfilled my days, my creator was pleased I can't stress how I love y'all I don't need to be in flesh just to hug y'all The memories recollect just because y'all Celebrate me with respect, the unity we protect is above all And Sam, I'll be watching over you Make sure my kids watch all my interviews Make sure you live out our dreams we produce Keep that genius in your brain on the move And to my neighborhood, let the good prevail Make sure them babies and the leaders out of jail Look for salvation when troubles get real Cause you can't help the world until you help yourself And I can't blame the hood the day that I was killed You had to see it, that's the only way to feel And though my physical won't reap the benefits The energy they carry on admit still, I want you Yeah, that was the hard part five for anybody who's been living under a rock and ain't heard it But let's go ahead and talk about it Um, Where were you Sunday? Mother's Day, obviously probably with your mom Yeah Hard part five, what's your take? 
Um, First song that we've heard from Kendrick in a long time. So what was it been? Four years. Project wise, but I mean, I, yeah, but song anyway. I mean, been a little minute. Um, interesting, but I mean, everything Kendrick drops is interesting because he's not like every every regular rapper out here. You know, with the same like similar sound, similar flow, similar production and beats, nothing. I mean, he's just different. Uh, really, the main thing is the video. I've never seen anything like that before. It's now, been done. I've I personally haven't seen it. You saw I, it done before. I think it was interesting. Michael um, Jackson did it with uh black and white. Did he? Yeah. You seen we've all seen that video. You saw that video uh, before. I'm trying to remember. He did it well, before. Not in this realm, but he did it with different faces, but he's done that. Yeah, but yeah. um whoever made the video is fire because the, the transition to the faces was so damn smooth. PG Lane. That's his label, people. That shit was fire. Yeah. But I mean it was it was a good song overall. It was interesting. Um, I do want to re-listen to it a couple times though, because I need to I need to break it down. All right. Um, I thought the song was very solid. It wasn't nothing amazing. The video was what made it amazing because yeah. it's certain lyrics that he said. When he said those lyrics, it changed the certain faces. Whether it was OJ or Jesse Smollett. Or the Hurt People, Hurt People bar, which was the Will Smith uh, mm-hmm. one. And then the third verse is the one of the best verses I've heard this year so far. And probably one of Kendrick Lamar's best verses, which was the Nipsey Hussle dedication verse, where he was pretty much speaking from the perspective of Nipsey Hussle, as if Nipsey told him to say that. So all that was dope. What he did with the Kanye part was there. Kobe um, part was there. The one thing that I've seen... That I didn't even notice is on the picture of the 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 song cover picture or whatever is a picture of everybody hand that was he changed faces to. Yeah. Now I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, so it was just from random pictures of them too. Yeah. Uh which I mean you can find that. Uh, I just thought that was dope. We were waiting on the heart because with the heart series, he usually drops that uh, to let everybody know he got an album coming. So we were waiting on when that was going to drop. So it just so happened to be Mother's Day, uh, six days before the album. But um, I thought it was solid. Um, it didn't wow me or nothing. But the video did. And the video, like the third verse was the one that hit me. Like I was like, fuck. Because like, I was a huge Nipsey fan. So it's like, man, I miss Nip. So that made me... Because the hearts really don't give you the direction of the album. But... I feel like this heart wasn't like the other ones because the other hearts was freestyles. He just was rapping about what he was feeling at the time. This was, it seemed like as for a guy who's not on social media, he it was very calculated. You could tell he's watching. He kind of just was slicing up culture, like shit that we say that's culture, like we do it for the culture or this is culture. And he's like, no, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he was breaking that down through various people over the last couple of years who have been going through some things. Justin Mollett's situation has been like about two years. Kanye has been recent. Kobe passed away a couple of years ago. Nip passed away a couple of years ago. That's crazy. And That's a couple of years ago, bro. I feel like we really like, haven't heard and we don't we don't man. know how Kendrick has coped with the Nipsey passing. You know what I'm saying? They was close. You know, if you go back to Heart Part One, um he references how, like, J- Nip's in Heart Part 1. I would say that. Nip is there. 
J. Cole is there. Like some of the, his some of his peers are around when that one was there. So it like Kendrick said, like J. Cole, uh, like he was at the double XL thing and he told them like, hey, if J. Cole can't make it, can't make his flight, throw me in. He was there for that shit because Nip and uh, Cole was on the same freshman cover together. So and Kendrick was the following year. So that heart, the heart part five was dope. Very excited for the album. I was already anticipating it, so that was there. So I appreciate that as well. Um, album cover. What was your take on the album cover and the title of the of the project? You know what I'm saying. What was your take overall on that, Mr. Morrow and the Big Steppers? When I look at the the cover, I'm saying his wife or his fiance mm-hmm. holding uh, their son, and then he's holding their daughter. So I feel like that's the morality part of things. And then I see the gun. See the patches his in the wall, the gun. Yeah, so I'm like, that's the Big Stepper part. Um, very unique cover that he got the you know what I'm saying the rose crown the thorn rose crown that mm-hmm. Jesus had on uh, allegedly you know for those who don't believe you know what I'm saying we ain't judging nobody but what was your take once you saw the cover what what feel did you get that we were gonna get from the album I honestly didn't know because I I don't I didn't really think I had a had a, a mindset going in of looking at the album cover like this is what I'm expecting here because he type of nigga to throw some shit in there that you would never expect um so I went in there with really not a mindset of expecting to hear a specific sound but when I heard the sound of the album I wasn't surprised for it to match the album cover if that makes sense right I feel with the album cover, first thing I thought was this is going to be arguably his most personable album. Um, and even with the cover and the synopsis. So this really can just go with the synopsis because you kind of just get your synopsis a little mm-hmm. bit. So we'll just put both of those together. So with my synopsis of this album was based off that cover. I felt we were going to we have potential to get Good Kid Mad City to Pimp a Butterfly. Damn, the Black Panther soundtrack, all in one. I felt we was gonna get some of that from everything from this album. I felt he went see he was gone for so long. He has to appease so many different things, and every album that he's came out with sounds different. Where he's telling a story, Good Kid, Mad City. He's showing so many different elements of black music and musicianship. With To Pimp a Butterfly And damn He's like Hey I can make hits too I can show y'all mainstream I can give y'all the bops Oh by the way I can give y'all Duckworth At the end of the album Which is nothing but a classic story I think My personal favorite Of the album is Pride Off of damn mm-hmm. Okay Well he, he giving you so much And then he's like Hey wait I could go do the Black Panther uh, Soundtrack too And executive mm-hmm. produce that And if you want to include Untitled Love Master as well You can But that, that My synopsis for the album was I really was going into this with high expectations but not knowing the sound that I was going to get but I felt like I was going to get a piece of every every body of work um, that he's put out over time unless you, a lot of people might not have heard Section 80 or Overly Dedicated or the Kendrick Lamar EP so I'm not even including those but just as far as when his mainstream success I felt like we was going to get something from those uh, 
on this album. So I was excited to press play. Press play. It's been a long time. Even, and this is all about Kendrick, so we ain't going to stay here that long. But, like, what was the last album to drop that you waited up for? If you waited up for this album. Like, this is the first album in a while where at 11 o'clock, I had to listen. Like, normally, I wait till the morning for the car test to get in the car on my way mm-hmm. to work and then listen to it while I'm working. This was the first album I was like, nah, I got to hear it tonight in a while. What was the last time you did that? Man. I almost want to say when Drake dropped Views. Okay. I think it was probably then because that was my sophomore year of high school. And that was the last album that I, I sat up, and as soon as it dropped, I had it on iTunes immediately. Yeah. And I listened to it that whole night. Went to sleep, woke up. First thing I was bumping in the morning. Mine was KOD from Cole. That was the last album where I was up. And then before that was 444. But we ain't got to harp on that. I just wanted to know the last one. Like, this is like... When this dropped, like, I had to, I'm in the whip. I went outside to the car. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here for an hour and 11 minutes. I got to hear it. Um, th- three in the morning, I'm in the car. So, now, let's go song for song. We ain't got to go too, too in-depth as far as breaking down lyrics. Because you, you know what I'm saying? But we're just going to talk about four little categories within each one. Um for this project so this is two it's two volumes one thing that i hate but i love at the same time is that we got both on here but it was at one point in time like when cds was out you had two cds so you had time you had to like physically put one in or switch one up Mm -hmm. or flip it whatever the case may be so it felt like a double album this doesn't necessarily feel like a double album because of the streaming platforms exactly. and how it's given to us. But this is a double album. So we're going to start with volume one, United in Grief. What is your, what is your take? First song on the project. What, I, you feel like it, I feel like it set the tone as a whole. Um, as him being Kendrick, production is great, as always. Um but I just feel like it kind of set a tone for the album of what to expect for the next, what is it, 18 songs? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, just the vibe of the song was, I mean, it's just the tone setter. That's really it. That's really all I got to say about it. Um, I was just excited to hear Kendrick again. Me, production is immaculate. Um, for this song, uh, the beat switch when the beat switch because when it comes on, he's rapping, you know what I'm saying, with the piano. So once I heard the piano, I'm like, okay, a lot of the instrumentation. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, good kid. I'm, I'm thinking of To Pimp a Butterfly right out the gate, right? With the instrumentation, and then when the beat switch, that shit was hard. My first instinct was, how is he going to rap on this beat? Because Kendrick is one of those ones who invents new flows. Mm-hmm. And he, he knows how to dip 
into different dip dip in and out of pockets consistently throughout a song, whether it's the beat switch or whether it's just he in this next verse he want to switch up his flow, his voice like his he changed his voice three four times on this where it was either calm, um, he would yell. Uh, have a little sarcasm here and there with certain things, a conversation, which we'll we'll get to that song later. But I want to see what he was going to do as far as that goes. The content, the subject matter, it took me a couple of listens to really d- digest some things, but I'm 15 listens in, so it's different. Intro-wise, for this to be the first song, I don't think this should have been the intro, but I'm okay with it being the intro because of how he starts it. And then... How he ends he ends a couple songs later on at like end of the volume at the end of the Ghostface Killerverse with Count Me Out coming in he has the same thing that he had at the first one and then he ends it with uh, with Mother Side when we get to that that end of the album before Mirror he does it again so I could see what he was trying to do with that part so but this song is cool I like this song so to start off he was one for one for me. Um and then N nine N nine five which features Baby King I know it doesn't say that but Baby King's on mm-hmm. here what was your take I mean I do damn I want to re listen to that song I'm trying to remember how it goes exactly but I do remember Baby King being on there he did the hook yep because Kend- Kendrick on this song Kendrick's like. He's saying like take away this, like take away, like he's saying take away social media, like take away the makeup, the jewelry, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And um, and the baby king comes on, he's like, bitch, you ugly as fuck. You out yeah, of pocket. Okay. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, so that's how baby king come on. But this song was another thing. It was taking away certain things that we feel make us secure with who we are, mm-hmm. or make us comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And this was one of them songs where Baby Keem actually produced this song, really? and I can hear yeah, Baby Keem uh, when he went on Instagram. He like he produced a couple songs on here, and you he can hear produced. the sound. I could tell, or I don't know for a fact, but to me, I feel like this is one of them songs they did with Family Ties and Range Brothers. I feel like this is in that pocket, and then Savior at the in the volume two is in that same realm with the beat, but this was. A different sound from the first one, which I liked. Um, he, I feel like he got both sides of whoever fuck with Kendrick for the consciousness. That's what you got in United in Grief, and then he still gave you the conscious, but the medicine and candy with the production of N95 and Baby King, who is a rising star, did his thing on there too. I like Baby King a lot. Yeah, I fuck with him. And then so that's so to me he two for two right out the gate right Wor- worldwide steppers surprise on this song because you I'm like who is that I hear Kodak Black talk so I'm like okay then that's what caught out, me Kodak off guard Black too kind of narrates some of the album a little I was bit. gonna say because Kodak came in the song later in the album in the second half yeah silent so I was kind of confused when I heard him for a minute too I was like what the hell. Yeah, but this this the one thing with Kodak. We can touch on Kodak Black real quick. The dudes that we view as the top three in the game, which is Kendrick, Cole, and Drake, they have all given their flowers to Kodak. That's true. Um, look at uh, Middle Child, Cole. He name dropping Kodak Black on that song. 
You see what Kendrick's doing on this. You see what he, what Drake and Kodak have already done. Kodak is held in high regard to the people that we fuck with of our generation. The next wave, Kodak is definitely a superstar. And his influence is there. Like, who's better, him or Lil Baby? A lot of people would say Lil Baby, but who's more influential? Kodak. Kodak is. You know what I'm saying? You look at, it seems like every year, every other year, Kodak has a number one hit. Yeah. So, let me ask, since we're on the subject of Kodak and all the, you know, our, our big three, all giving him his flowers or whatnot, do you think that there is a reason why? Because he's fire. He legit. No, he I'm authentic. saying I, okay. So he that's authentic, it? and he make great music, and he got a number one record. It seems like every other every, year, every fucking month, bro. Like Super Gremlin was just number one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and his influence. I mean, I'm not saying it's because of Kim, but I mean, look at Cardi B with Bodak Yellow. Where that come from? Kodak directly from him. Yeah, he get paid off that song. So I mean, it's and this other another stuff that he's done. You know what I'm saying with uh with the stuff he did with XX Kentacion. Like he Kodak Black is held high regard for a reason, and then he gets to bless us with a verse with Kendrick later on in the album, and it's like okay, y'all got no choice but to pay attention to this dude. But uh, Worldwide Steppers, I like this song a lot. Um, the beat. To pimp a butterfly vibe, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't really have a beat drop. I was about to say there's no drop. It's, it's pretty just much a, a cello. Constant, it's pretty yeah. much a constant cello, and he's rapping over it. And most dra- rappers couldn't catch that beat. No, or rap that, but that's beat. what I'm saying. A lot of the production is like it's it's solely Kendrick, and the f- different flows and pockets that he's in on this album, and the voice. Yeah. How calm he's rapping on this. He's giving us pretty much three different sounds to start the Bro's project. On, Bro, on this song is just floating. Yeah, he just talking. Fact. So I, so I'm right out the gate. He three for three, and then Die Hard. That's the radio joint. He got blast on there. This a cool joint. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing crazy. This gives me vibes but of it, like it feel good though. of uh, the Black Panther album, like um, all the stars. Yeah, it kind of is familiar with that. Yeah, this was a radio record. Die Hard is for the radio. I like this song a lot. I like uh, what Amanda did. Blast doesn't miss. He stays um, in his comfort zone. And Kendrick did enough, just like, hey, like, chill, like, because so far he's given us a lot of content in three songs. So then Die Hard is like, all right, let's take a deep breath. And he's still giving you something. Let's take a step back but, though, from yeah. all the conscious shit and all the. Exactly. I'm because, that nigga because, rapping over beat nobody else could. He going, because then, so that's, that's, a, that's a, a good one for me. That's four for four in my book. Father Time. That's one of my favorite songs. It's right the there for people who. It's that's pretty much he like he talking to niggas like he he talking to us. Very personable song. He's telling some stories in there about him and his dad. Telling, you know what I'm uh, saying? There was a he's talking he was about talking it's okay about, to be to have a, to show emotion to have yeah, emotion. You it's know okay what I'm to so. take your time. Like when something happens, he had a verse on there where he uh, mentioned like uh, somebody's mother dying. He was at work the next day. He was like, "Why the fuck you at work? Yeah, take your time, bro." You yeah, know, so that mental health so is important. I like Father Time as well. It was a change of pace. Like he's changing pace pretty quickly through the album so far, and I, I like uh, that as well. And then the rich interlude, this right here. 
It started off, I was like, am I having a fucking anxiety attack right now? No, but that, <laughs> that right so there, fired. When, I say, when I say Kodak blesses us, that's Kodak, and that's a he's just spoken word. It ain't about the beat. Just listen to what he's saying, mm-hmm. and he letting you know, like, like, motherfuckers, why would people think I would be sitting here with a legend, in the studio with a legend? So... He letting y'all know, like, this is Kodak displaying shit. Like, this is something a lot of heavy hitters do at some point in time where they put somebody on their album and give them, let them rock, which Kendrick did it a couple times on this album with him. And then it's the Savior interlude, which was just Baby Keem, over a beat that don't drop either. So, we sick, Rich, that interlude, I like it a lot. So, that's six for six in my mind. Rich Spirit, another, another vibe. You know what I'm saying? Which played off of Rich, obviously. So mm-hmm. it kind of was his turn for it. So he's seven songs in. I, I, I fuck with everything. And then one of the songs that I saw people talking about the most, which was We Cry Together. That's one of my favorite songs, too. Which I feel like I need a music video. I need a movie. I need something. <laughs> this liter- This song, No Cap, was literally like, when I first heard the song, all I thought about was Baby Boy. Like all I thought is, about was Jody and Yvette arguing, and he smacked her. This song, and he ate her. Literally up, paints a that. picture in your head. Like I, when I listened to this song for the first time, have you seen Baby Boy? Yeah, long, okay, all right. not I, a long time. I seen it a long time ago. I'm but just I just making, it I'm just making sure you saw it because we're yeah. gonna have to we're gonna have to cancel no, the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna have to stop this motherfucker for sure. I'm kicked off. But nah, um, man, when I listened to this song for the first time, I um, I was at work and I was just sitting outside just chilling because it was dry and. uh I listened to the song and as I'm just sitting out there, bro, literally the entire song, I could visualize everything, bro. Like it literally paints a picture in your head and the beat of the song is so different. Like, I don't know a lot of people that can rap over that. And personally, well, the I, beat was irrelevant because I don't even think they, I think he just put the beat there just to put there. Like, yeah, they was having a conversation. That but beat ain't, ain't that different, bro. It that was beats, weird. Have you ever heard of... Have you ever heard of uh, Griselda Records? Yes. They rap over that beat all the time. That beat's the beat ain't unique. It's the fact that first of all, but Shorty was I've never eating. even heard of her before. But she was going crazy. Well, you ain't heard of nobody on this album besides Kodak and Keem and Blast Ghost and Summer Face Walker Killer. and Ghostface Killer. That's it though. But yeah. the Taylor Page girl, the Amanda Page. girl, uh, Sam Do you Tiana Leone, Beth Gibson. You ain't heard of none of them. Nope. But all I heard thought about was Baby Boy when I heard this song. And a lot of the shit they was talking about, I mean, shit. If you've been in a relationship and, y'all, and you've had some toxic moments, this shit does happen. So <laughs> I felt I fucked with it heavy. Some of the older older heads in my job, they ain't like it because they felt like it was displaying like the stereotypical black relationship. Which is I get, but I'm like, shit, when you young, this kind of how shit is. If you young and you live with somebody and y'all arguing and then at the end, she just wants the dick anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, I fucked with it. You know what I'm saying? So, he eight for eight coming out the gate for me. I'm just like, yeah, this this one of them ones. I'm fucking with it heavy. And then Purple Hearts. Loved the beat. Mm-hmm. Was interested to hear how Summer Walker was going to sound on this. Because when I saw Summer Walker, I'm like, maybe when Summer Walker gets to her part, the beat's going to drop out or something. I was thinking that maybe she was going to do the, the chorus or something. 
She did, and she he gave her a verse. No, too. I mean like and shout out the West Side the Boogie too. West Side Boogie helped write her verse. West Side Boogie dope as well. I, yeah, I thought she was gonna strictly be the chorus, like on some real low key shit. Yeah. No, you don't want to. No, you. Tom Walker arguably the hottest R and B chick out. You I know. You don't want to waste her with just a hook. I know. So, but that's what I thought they was gonna be when I first seen her name at first. Yeah, but no. Nah, um, I was. Uh, I fuck with this song. Another radio joint. So I felt like this is a song that could be on radio. Um, if you cut Ghostface Killer's part off, I didn't like Ghostface Killer on this on this song. Um, I fuck with the woo. I just felt like it wasn't. It was like overkill because Kendrick and Summer sounded great together cohesively. I didn't need him at the end saying '95 big word, even though it, it, the verse was solid. It wasn't trash nothing. He could rap. I just felt like the beat was gone. He just was rapping and he just was talking. I, I didn't need it. It felt like a. I mean, it was, but it just felt like an outro. Like we just kind of putting you here just because. Like finish this out for me real quick. Yeah, but. What saves that is it flows right into volume two. Now, if this was one where you had to take the CD out and put the other CD in, I don't. The last voice I want to hear from the album, I don't want to be Ghostface Killer. No disrespect to him. So, as far as the first volume, as far as volume one, I'll say this: this was the Big Stepper side. So I felt like he did it backwards because, like, the Big Steppers, I felt like was first because he has Worldwide Steppers. As the third song, and then when you look at the second half, he has Mr. Morrow literally mm-hmm. in that. So I don't. I would. I wish Kendrick did interviews because I would wonder, as far as song placement goes, why he chose to put the second half second instead of first. Because I felt like maybe based off the title, that was it. But as far as the first nine song placement goes, I like the direction that he went. He gave us a couple different pockets. Gave us a couple radio records. I like the rich, rich interlude where that was placed after Father Time, because uh, Kodak kind of touches on that in his verse a little bit, and then Rich Spirit follows that up, and then uh, We Cry Together. You could could have placed that anywhere, but I, I fuck with the first nine where everything is overall. So then Volume Two, um, so Count Me Out. First listen, I didn't like Count Me Out. But I love Count Me Out now. I actually felt like Count Me Out should have been the fir- the intro to the album. Technically, it, it is. For the yeah, part, yeah. But if you hear, like, which I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to do it, where I'm going to listen to volume two first and then listen to volume one. Because Purple Heart. Uh, ain't that like something in the army where it's like it's like an ultimate? It's, uh, it's like if you achievement or something. Yeah, yeah. So I maybe some me, shit like, I need it. to listen to, to that to the last nine, the first nine first uh, last and see how that goes. Um, but count me out. I like count me out a lot now. It's actually one of my top five songs on the project. But at first I didn't like it because of the pace. Of the song because I just heard Purple Hearts, so but overall I fucked with it. Um, now first listen I didn't, but now it's, it's like I said top five song for me. So what did you take on Count Me Out? I like it a lot. I um, first listen I liked it. I mean it was kind of you know kind of different going from yeah. Purple Hearts to Count Me Out, but overall I like the song. Facts. It is one of the better songs, not better, but it's all great. But it's one of the better songs on there to me. 
Okay. Uh, Crown, I didn't like Crown when I first heard it. I still don't like it. Um, and I like the message, but I felt like this should have been an interlude. It's too long, bro. I want to say, hold on, let me check. It's want to say it's four minutes and four and a half minutes. It's yeah. four and a half minutes. It's too long. The pace. Um, like his flow, like, um, stop me now. And I didn't, I didn't need none of that. And then like, it seemed like the the last two minutes was just, you can't please everybody. You can't please everybody. This, this feels like it should have been on damn. No, I, no, I feel like it should have been on the album. But I feel like it should have just been an interlude, maybe a minute and a half, maybe like and obviously second song interlude. But Count Me Out was kind of slow, and then Crown was really slow paced. Yeah. So, and then the repetitiveness of You Can't Please Everybody, which I like, I felt like that should just been the interlude because he played on it. And so uh, that's the only song I don't like uh, so far. Um, so I dock points for that. But then Silent Hill. Silent Hill picks it right back up. So once I get Silent Hill, I'm like, okay. Like it was kind of like we were like it was kind of like we were we're going up a hill and on the other side of the hill is the city we're going to. So Silent Hill comes on. I love the beat. I love what he does on there. I love what Kodak does on there. Kodak definitely has some outstanding moments on this project. So um and shout out to uh, Lil Duval. Lil Duval said at one point, he said, Kodak Black can hang with Kendrick Lamar. He said that like two, like a year and a half ago, it turns out. And then Kodak Black be on the album. So uh, that's what's up right there. So from Duval County. Silent Hill was dope for me. I like Silent Hill a lot. Yeah. I feel like that's a radio record as well. What's your take? Definitely feel like... Not like radio-based music, but it definitely feel like it's a song that's going to be on the radio sometime soon, especially because Kodak's on it, and Kodak's always on the goddamn radio. Um, but overall, I like the song. As you said, I mean, it kind of picks the pace back up of the album because uh, Count Me Out was slow, but then Crown felt like I was walking through a forest with one leg or something, bro. Like, I felt like I was dragging my fucking yeah, foot Yeah, and, like, and it was just... Like, cause I was moving around, and when I'm moving around, I'm listening. To, I'm like, damn, like when this shit, this song over. Yeah. So it, it gave me that feeling. Um, I don't like hate the song or the song ain't trash. I just don't it's like just slow. I don't like where it's placed, and I wish it was an interlude. I should say, um, save your interlude, which is just Baby King rapping. I didn't want that to end. That was like a minute and thirty. Baby King just going straight in. He definitely snapped. Um, it's crazy this dude like twenty twenty one. Yeah, he got a bright future um, ahead of him. So that shit was fire to me. And then Savior the song was fire. Where's him? The beat, the beat drop, the change. Him, what him and Baby King did on that was fire. So Savior, like Silent Hill, Savior, and uh, Savior interlude, and then the song Savior. Those three kind of made me be like, all right, Crown is cool. Mm-hmm. They kind of gave me that. Savior is so fired up. Yeah, man. that shit. That shit cold. Then we get to six and six. For you to rap, for I'll say this: for Kenny to rap on this beat, his way he he rap with his voice, the stories he told, the vulnerability in that, and making that because it made you listen. Because he's saying my auntie is a man now. Mm-hmm. 
So you got to think. And you sitting there like, what the hell is he talking about? I was exactly. like, he's talking literally or metaphorically? You never know. Exactly. And then he tells the story about his cousin right after that who's gay. All that very, very convenient for the times we're in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he gave that community something. He gave the LGBT plus community something. And then because I was nervous because he says, you know, the F, we ain't going to say it. But he says the <laughs> F word at the end of the song. And I'm like, oh, shit. He said it throughout the song, especially at the end. But though. I didn't see no one slandering him on Twitter. I went to Twitter. It was like, let me see. I didn't yeah. see it. So... I like it's, those stories. He came with a message with it. He ain't say it just for the fuck of it. Exactly. And but he he also showed the ignorance that was there at that time, and that he grew that he grew out of, and other people should grow out of. So yeah, he, I he mean, pretty he much def- made you he, look in the mirror. He literally much. said like we used to say this as a, uh, what he says like a term to be funny or some shit like that. Yeah. And then he was like, we never realized what it was essentially. Then at the end of the song, he said we could say that word if a white girl could say nigga. Yeah. So I fucked with it. Um, storytelling. He gave us something to paint the picture. That was the first storytelling song of this pro- of the, the this volume. And then uh, my second favorite song on the whole album, Mr. Morrow. That literally, when I first heard it start, and I heard the beat, and he he was snapping. And then I had I, this is the first song on the project. That I said, hold on, run it back. I had to start it over after like the first 30 seconds. It gave me Black Panther vibes. Yeah. That, that soundtrack. The production on this song is phenomenal. The production on the whole album is phenomenal, but I fuck with Mr. Morrow Heavy. Um, the beat, the pace, the tempo, the video going to be fire for this. And the message within the song itself is dope as well. Um, and then um, the Tana Leon, the, who did the hook, I like I like what he did. It sounded a little futuristic hook on there. Uh, so yeah, that was one of my highlight songs on the project. What was your take? Overall, it was a good song. The, the beat, I love the beat. I love the um, just the overall song itself. I mean, it definitely gives Black Panther vibes though. Like it. There's some I shit where I can see I could remember, I could see the Wakandians out there. That's what I'm saying. I wish I could. Club. You know that that scene in Black Panther where they was um where they was coming on the boats to the waterfall right before the fight. Yeah. That's this could have been played right there. That's yeah. how I feel. That song. That song is is fucking crazy. And then my favorite song on the project, which is a lot of people's favorite songs, which is. This song really tackles a lot. We'll we'll talk about the whole body of work in a second, but Mother I Sober is extremely powerful. Um it it's it's one of those songs where I feel like all men go through. All men have to figure out how to break a certain cycle from through uh traumatic experiences. Um women too, but I'm speaking obviously I'm a man, so I can't really speak for women. But this was a very powerful song. Hearing his his daughter talk, um, he speaks on Whit, Whitney a lot, which is I want to say that's his fiance's name. He speaks on that a lot. He speaks on you no know, breaking the generational curse. You know what I'm saying? Whether like not just wealth. Um, he's talking about how he how he lives. The message of living right, you know what I'm saying? Having an addiction, lying, seeking therapy, you know what I'm saying? Being completely stripped down and then built back up. Mm -hmm. Like, very 
not necessarily a trauma bonding song, but it's it's forcing you forcing you to feel something yeah that and it forces you to think about where you are currently in your life and your journey you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying this is all a journey he's telling us like he ain't perfect he has feelings he grieves different he's taught he touches on that at the first song and then when you hear where he's at right now he's talking about this is the transformation that's how he ends it is it this song i can't i can't remember what song i want to say it was this one where he was talking about he had a writer's block for two years and everything and no I can't remember what song that was. That, w- that was Worldwide Steppers. Okay. He went, he said he had writer's block and um, he asked God um, to like figure out things. And not necessarily, I'm paraphrasing, but he said like, the things you hear now are yours truly. That was one of the bars. Yeah, that See, was way in the album. Mother I Sober, I don't know when he wrote this shit, but this is a very powerful song. Um, I love the beat. This was one of the beats where it's like, we don't. it's not about the beat. And then his voice changes because he's very calm. He's just speaking. He's just telling us, giving us the message. And then towards the end of the song, when the beat kind of picks up a little bit his voice with the gets violence, he gets you no, know, he gets yeah. louder. No, I said a little like yeah, he gets louder. And like and it's very powerful, very very powerful song. This is one of them songs where I feel like we all gonna go through at some point, if not have went through, where it's a journey and you breaking the cycle and you feeling the pressures of being a black man in America. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Very powerful song. My favorite song on the project. I loved it. And then Mirror, which I don't like the placement of Mirror because Mother I Sober ends with his daughter saying Mr. Morale at the end. I could have did with Mother I Sober as the last song. Yeah. I like Mirror, though. We could play a little second note. You know what I'm saying? And that's where that song is like. It's kind of the... Okay, maybe we needed this song because Mother I Soul was very powerful and I could see people crying and shedding tears. Maybe <laughs> you need a song where it's like like all right, pick look, up a pace. Like on the other side of the hill, it's like I'm here, like it's good, everything's cool, like I choose me and the love, you know what I'm saying? So I could see. But overall, I like Mirror. I just wish it's probably impossible to you can't no. Nah, even my song placement skills, because I feel like I'm a great song placement person, you couldn't move Mirror anywhere else. Like, you would have to leave Mother I Sober where you at if you're going to put Mirror on the album. Yeah. So, overall, I'm giving it a... I fuck, fuck, I fuck with all those songs as well, but the whole... For the album, for me, man, was just like a trauma bonding album. He touched on a lot of uh, sensitive subjects. He touched on some uncomfortable subjects. He very he had a lot of personal things. Talked about being a, having a sex addiction. Talked about cheating, infidelity. You know what I'm saying? Just the early relationship, the mental health stuff, the early relationship with his father. Um, it's okay to feel. It's okay to grieve. Um, shut the fuck up when love is talking. Um, toxicity um, and how that looks from outside looking in you know what I'm saying Um, and the conversations of within the toxicity where he speaks on like y'all bashing R. Kelly but y'all still listening to his music (laughs) so it's like it's a lot there I fuck with it I mean I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 no nigga I ain't even asked you for that yet this nigga here you ain't Person. even hear the album enough. You playing the songs on the AirPod. Two times in. Yeah, I'm trying um, to get a little fresh. So, room. I don't even need that. So, uh, that's where the album is for me. Uh, 
predictions of sales. How much you think he gonna do? Now Somewhere. there is a report that came out that there are no physical copies. Um, normally he does, but I, with this being his last album on TDE, maybe they didn't want to throw too much on the budget. This because the rollout really wasn't a rollout. Kind of just was like, hey. bro, just dropped a picture on Twitter one day. No, before that he did the PG Lang shit, which was uh his on um, the Oklahoma, which is like his press release for his label. Just saying, hey, the album's coming out on this day or album coming soon. Um, and then he dropped where that when the album was dropping, and then he did the hard part five, and then he did the album uh, cover, and then he dropped. So sales wise, what you got for him? I want to say three fifty. Okay, is that because you seen the reports? No. Okay, I feel like he's gonna do about four hundred. Um, the reports are saying three twenty five to three fifty, but I feel like he'll do four hundred. Um, will be the uh the, the best album to album sale wise this year so far. Um, beating uh, once a bad bunny. I think he was second with two seventy three. I think he the second most. Um, um, real quick before we close out, man. To everybody that be on Facebook and Twitter and shit talking about Kendrick music boring, music boring. Hold on, bro. We'll get there, bro. Like, I ain't even done with my album sale prediction. I'm sorry, man. That shit. So I feel four hundred. Um, if he have if he had physical copies, I feel like this would have did about seven fifty, easily seven fifty. You think so? Yeah, the, the he did six oh three with damn like just the just the conversation around the album and the impact whether you fucked with it or not how different it is for you to for him to go away for five years and then deliver this body of work with no f- music to go off of. It's not like he was dropped. He dropped four or five singles to see what people were, wanted to fuck with. He's telling y'all this is what y'all get. No singles. None. None of this album was on any. Bro had a couple features here and there, but yeah, very personable. I want to know his writing process for a lot of these songs. But um, that's what, what I'll say about that. What do you rank the album before we get into what you were just about to say? Like all his albums? No, this one. Rank this one out of ten off two listens. You don't. You don't I, have nothing you dislike from the album. Honestly, no. Nah. And why have you only listened to this album two times? Because I've been at work busy as hell. It don't matter. I'm at work busy. No, too. my busy is I driving can't. To, driving to work. You got the album on. I live like six minutes away. It from don't work. matter. That's two songs. I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying, look. So when you in the gym, what you listening to? I be in that motherfucker trying to focus. I've been it don't matter. You couldn't play this? Nah. Okay, this too so, slow. This too slow for me in okay, the gym. So, I got to listen so to some Chief Keef and shit So it's something you don't like. Like... No, I can't listen to this while I'm working out, bro. Oh, then it's something you don't you know, like. I'm fucking cry in the gym. Like, when I work out, bro, I play R&B. For real? Yes. You're different. I play R&B. You're a fucking menace. Floyd Mayweather does that. He's different. I don't know. When I work out, bro, I play, like when I run and shit, I play Solange. I play Janae Aiko. Are you dead ass? I swear to God. Bro, if I'm working out, I'm listening to All There by Jeezy. And nah, bro. I be playing that. I play that smooth, laid back shit, bro. I can't do it. Like, when I'm let's say out. I live in LA, bro, and I was like running on the beach, like working out, running on the beach that'd at be 6 a.m. I got to hear some smooth R&B yeah, that'd shit. Be different. I don't want to hear Chief Key, bro. That'd be di- I, if I, because you got to think, I'm in that bitch lifting. No, like, so if, like I'm lifting, if, I'm, if I'm trying to max out or I'm on my last like sprint, yeah, I, I may put on uh, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. But Nick, I can't nigga, I can't be on ten the whole workout. I'm gonna burn myself out. No, I'll be on ten, bro. That's cap. 
It's merch. I do this shit. Cap. You don't. I do this shit. What you rank the album, man? Ten out of ten. Uh, two listens in. Ten out of two and a half in. Ten okay. out of ten. I give this album a nine out of ten off fifteen listens. Um, you for real? Crown. 15, yes, I listen to this album a lot. I could tell you the whole order of the album. That's crazy. Um, Crown is the only song. So I do, I docked. A half a point because I didn't like Crown. I wish Crown was shorter. Um, and I docked another half a point because I wanted Jake Cole on this album. <laughs> That's it. Them the only two. And I'll say this, which I, I I don't know him or Cole haven't done it. I wanted another rapper's rapper. Like I, I don't know how close Kendrick is, but I would have loved to hear Wale on this album. Mm. Like instead of Ghostface Killer, give me Wale on that album, that song. That's the only, one of my only tw- tweaks was I would have put Wale on Purple Hearts, and um, what song? Maybe Father Time. Father Time. I would have liked to hear Cole on there, cause Cole has the whole persona of Kill Edward. Kill Edward. Edward is uh, I want to say his dad or his stepdad, and he wanted to kill him. Not like for hurting his mom or some shit like that. Um, so yeah, Father Time. I wish Cole was featured on that song and Purple Hearts instead of Ghostface. I want a Wale, so I dock points for that. And Crown. Um, thought that was too long, but overall, I get us a nine out of ten. That C word. We will visit that C word in December because if this is indeed a classic. There's only one artist who has had a run of five classic albums or four classic albums to start his career. And that that man is Kanye West. Kanye West with um, graduation, college dropout. late registration, college dropout. No, Mar- five albums. I'm sorry. Um, it went college dropout, classic, graduation. Classic. Late uh, registration. Late registration. Classic. Uh, my dark, or always heartbreaks in my dark. Classics. That's five classics. When you look at Kendrick, you have, and if not including Section Eighty, knows because I was about to say, we doing Section Eighty. Good Kid, Mad City is a classic. Pimper Butterfly is a classic. A lot of people look at Untitled Unmastered. I'm not gonna count it, but people do count it, so we can count it. That's a classic. And then they say, "Damn, that's a classic." Black Panther, it's not just him. It's a soundtrack, so we really don't count that. But I, that's four classics. So if this is a classic, he got five. He in a, he's in the conversation. Your, Only Kanye West is in. What's your personal favorite album by Kendrick? I think it's damn for me. To to me, this I don't know where I could rank this. I'm album not including right now. this yet. Just okay, because. if we're not including this, to Pimper Butterfly. To me, that's his best work. The most listened to album that I go back to all the time. Um, is Good Kid, Mad City, but my favorite, uh, well, no, because you, I love you, uh, you, not I love you, but the song you from Tapima Butterflies is is one of my top five Kendrick Lamar songs. Feel what I played is my top three favorite Kendrick Lamar songs. This shit right here is might gonna have, might have something on there, and then Good Kid, Mad City got a few on there too that I like, but. Overall, though, man, I don't know where I would rank this album at. Maybe we'll visit that later on in the year when we do a year wrap up of the year albums. Yeah, but we need to. This is a, a great, amazing body of work. Um, for me, uh, people, you said you were talking about people on Twitter. 
Yeah. That should make me mad, man. Must be on Twitter talking about Kendrick music boring. Kendrick, I, I need to hear this, this, and this. I'm, I hate the conscious rap. I want to hear guns in, in my car. I want to hear police sirens and shit. Like, you niggas is pathetic. Y'all have no music taste and personality. Now, liking what you like is cool. It's whatever. But you not finna sit here and shit on one of the greatest artists of our generation because you want to hear Pooh Shiesty 24-7. I don't want to hear that shit all the time. Like, I'm tired of people disrespecting these fucking goats, man. We got to stop with this goats. There's only one goat. Everybody's not a goat. Who's the goat? Hove. That's it. That's it? Yes. Why is he the goat? It's called greatest of all time, not one of the greatest of all time, bro. Let me ask you a question. Let me let me ask you a question real quick before we close out, because you know I gotta go watch my squad. When have we seen a fucking pack of goats? All the time. I ain't never seen a pack of goats. You're crazy. When, bro? Look, if you watch, nah, what? I'm a weird nigga. I be watching National Geographic. I, I watch shit. that shit. And it ain't a pack of goats, bro. Yes, it, and I be You're a pack, but it be like three, four goats. You on the mountain, Them bro? They be Rams, jumping, nigga. Bro, that's it's a, a fucking goat, bro. Oh difference. my god, them is Rams. Bro, that's a goat with big no, horns, nigga. Them is Rams. Bro, that's a goat with big horns. No, those are Rams. It's a strong goat. They call Rams, nigga. <laughs> them not goats. <laughs> they call Rams. That's a strong goat. No, bro, goat. It ain't packs of goat. It's packs of sheep's. Matter of fact, hold on. So, bottom line is, man, I love this album. Uh, I'm not gonna play a song at the end of this joint because I don't want shit to happen. Uh, I don't want nothing to happen. But this album, that's the review of the Kendrick Lamar album. Real quick, since we got a little bit of time, we got like five, ten minutes. Did you see Doctor Strange 2? Yes. Let's talk Marvel for a second. I think. It was good overall. That shit was average. That shit was it fucking was, It was average. good overall. I Five will, out of ten. The one thing I will say, there was a lot of parts in the movie that was corny and cringy as fuck. The music and the background at a lot of points in the movie made me so fucking mad. It felt so out of place and so corny. Um, Five out of ten. This is why. It felt rushed. Hold on. Let me break this down. The this movie is, moved too look, fast, Let me break bro. it down. The movie definitely moved too fast. This Storyline. I don't know who are the writers of Marvel, but y'all need to improve. That this was is, Sam this shit is he directed the movie. Well, yes, yeah, so I'm saying, but like I'm talking about who wrote the script. This script is just as weak as Spider Man: Far From Home. No, uh, way home. no Way Home. Let's just be honest about Spider Man. Now that it's time and the nostalgia's over with, that movie was weak as fuck too. It was not weak. You're crazy. That movie is pure nostalgia. It's it's all we get to see all the other Spider Mans. Take that shit away. Wait. You all this shit is because people found out you your true identity and you couldn't get into MIT. Nigga, we knew who Robert Down we knew who uh Iron Man was, we knew who Captain American was. And then look, when everyone found out who you was, you know what they did? They just wanted to take pictures of you. That was it. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was he, his whole thing was if people find out my true identity, they're gonna try to hurt my family. Mm-hmm. You don't think Iron Man got that problem? Matter of fact, though, you don't think a uh, Hulk? You, you know, know, you know what's crazy? These superheroes got that, that nigga problem. don't got no family but Aunt May. My fucking point. Everybody dead. Exactly. So who and, and who else's family? family? Cause MJ. And he gonna talk. He got MJ. Let me ask and you a question. May. Let me ask you a question. Besides that, his family is what Robert Downey Jr. Everybody that nigga knows. Dead but, too, but this one alive. But but my point is. It's not like people were going to look at you as a freak or something. 
when you was around. And I want to know this. I don't know if this is a fact. I mean, I'm going to ask him whenever I see Tom Holland. I'm going to ask him, did you fuck her yet? Because in the movie, he ain't fuck. He ain't get no action. So you ain't even fuck before you did this spell. You could have nailed it and did this spell. But back to Doctor Strange. Mid. They... That Illuminati team for one is supposed to be Neymar was supposed to oh, be on what? there. Are we we spoiling it? Nigga, the movie been out two weeks. What are you oh, talking about? I, I didn't know. That's how I was trying to bounce no, around. I don't give a fuck about no Them spoilers. niggas was weak as fuck. They did them so greasy, but bro. I see why that Hugh shit, Jackman said no to the movie. Bro. Because Hugh they wanted Hugh Jackman to be in there, but uh Scarlet Witch, uh, Witch was gonna kill him. That shit blew the fuck out of me. So y'all telling me y'all brought in first of all, where the fuck was Tom Cruise? No, but wait. No, he was never going to be up on he's the movie. On, yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No, they, they said they, asked him to be on this. Yeah, that don't mean he was going to do it. He was supposed to be on there, bro. No, and but, I, I didn't want him on here. That's stupid. You're crazy. This is the problem. But look, Let me, wait, wait a second. Was fucking wait weak. a second. You're wrong. I'm, I gotta. I have to show you, educate you on how this shit works. The, what, pro, what Marvel did that fucked everything up was they minimized deaths now. Because when someone dies, like when Iron Man died, it was like, fuck, bro, this shit, it hurt, it hurt us, bro, it was tragic. But now that we know there's 16 fucking Iron Mans out there, when they do, when they do, um, Secret, Secret Wars, mm-hmm. or they do the Kang War and all that shit, like with the incursions, which is universes colliding and shit, I, Iron Man's gonna come Iron Man, yeah. So it defeats the purpose of him dying because that shit mattered to us. So now when these niggas die, it's like, all right, just go to another universe and find them. So, when you bring the Illuminati team on, this is why it was stupid. You mean to tell me the smartest man of alive walked up to the Scarlet Witch and tells her this nigga of He tells powers. her the power. He said, then, he said Black Bolt can kill you with one opening yeah, of his mouth. That's not smart. So, Fuck's got so, his mouth so, shut and his head yeah, blew off. Yeah. But the Inhumans are going to matter, so they just can't in the Inhuman series, so people got to go check that out. So that matters, but that and it wasn't enough of Doctor Strange trying to figure shit out. It was like when he got to that that uh, universe, it got instantly fucked. No, no, not even no, no, he didn't because he's in he's he's talking to the lady who uh, and he's like, "Who's your team? Like Avengers or Shield or whatever it is?" And then dudes like the Illuminati will see now see you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't enough dialogue of who the fuck are you guys? Like, where did y'all come from? Like, I know this is y'all universe, but like, oh, we got Captain Marvel. It wasn't none of that shit. It was just, oh, you're Doctor Strange from this universe, 616. We had to kill our Doctor Strange, so we need to kill you because we feel like you're going to do what our Doctor Strange did. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like that. And then she smoked them pretty quick. It blew me just because y'all went through all that. Now the black and you, ha- can, and you can't say they weak. You can't say they weak as fuck because Scarlet Witch is that just that powerful. Yeah, but then again, they made them look weak as fuck. No, they didn't, Bruh. What the fuck is somebody who just has super strength gonna do, Captain Carter? What is she really gonna do to a fucking witch? Nothing. No, hear me out. Hear the me. Captain I'm tell you Marvel. Why. Captain I'm, Marvel actually was throwing hands. I'm, for no, a look, I'm gonna minute. tell you why. I'm not saying Captain Marvel is weak. That's this as of what we've seen so far from Marvel. She's the second strongest behind Scarlet Witch. First and foremost, who is? Captain Marvel. Second strong no, Beyond Scarlet Witch. No. Who? You can't say what we've seen because we didn't really see that much. I'm talking about from all the characters we've kind of just got her up out of there. She was beating the fuck out of him so he got Thor the is actually stronger than her. It depends. No, he is. Right now? He is. 
Wait till you watch Thor. Watch what you watch the movies. What are you talking about? From the from when we last he was fat and out of shape. So of course she was better. Bruh. But before he was out of shape, bro, he would no, smoke her. No, he wouldn't. We ain't got that much time. We got five more but minutes. Look, anyway, get to your point. So the, the Illuminati pissed me off because y'all brought in the smartest man in the world who told the bitch his, the nigga power. I just and, said and that. folks just got cooked instantly. Then bro gets string cheesed. And then we got Captain Marvel. Or I mean Captain well, bitch Captain America. Captain Why are Carter's. you fighting? Run! You have a fucking shield. Run and then Captain Marvel throwing them bitches, whatever. So then I'm like, okay, we're fucked. And then I forgot about Professor X. Professor X come in, said, I'm finna solve this shit. We finna get right in this bitch. No, I thought we were good. I Why thought we had to clear for a second. Like I, ain't bro, I thought we had to clear for a second, and then they killed Professor but, X. Whoa. That pissed me off, bro. But why would you think we had it clear? That guy was gonna kill WandaVision. No, I thought he was gonna at least or pull the bitch out the thing. No, and and then she no, was gonna become cool no, for a minute. Because, no, because them niggas were that. You missing what I'm saying? That Illuminati team was irrelevant, bro. That's I know. what I said. By deaths don't matter because that the dude who stupid. just played Fantastic Four is gonna be. He's the he's the director of Fantastic Four, and he's playing Reed Richards again. I know. So they just put that. I don't know why they put that in the movie. They they built it up. Marvel does a lot of lying in trailers anyway. They built it up as if that shit was going to play a significant role, and it played no role. That shit was weak. The other thing that was weak is you got, I thought they you were got America Chavez. Literally, her powers is pretty much Border Patrol. Very racist <laughs> by them. And to drop the movie on Seco de Mayo weekend. That was very racist, by the way. But shit. other than that, it's a Mexican named America. You have Supreme Strange. When he went to that universe to fight Supreme Strange, why did he? Why was he able to win that quick? When this dude had he had the third um, eye of Agamotto already. That fight why was, was he fucking able, lame. Bro, why was yeah? It was stupid. Like with the notes and throwing shit. music. Yeah, what that, the fuck yeah. was that? That's that was, was, this shit was just fucking garbage. That shit this was mo- dumb. Hey, overall, this movie four out of ten. <laughs> that shit was um, dumb, bro. This movie four out of ten. But real quick, we got three minutes left. If you haven't watched Moon Knight. I don't watch the TV shows. I've only watched two episodes. I don't watch the TV shows. I just watch my nigga uh, Emergency um, Awareness on YouTube. He breaks it down. You need to watch that. Thor, which is the movie I said, is the most important movie of the year. Is why. It's the most important movie of the whole Marvel thing. And if you watch Moon Knight, you'll know why. Also... The don't spoil it for me. Uh, what? Moon Knight. I just said, you know. I just said, motherfucker, I don't watch the shows. I just listen but to you, the breakdown. Yeah, but you know the shit. Fuck then. the show, but I'm just saying, nigga, that Thor's movie is about gods. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight has the Egyptian god. We're trying to figure out what they're going to do with Wakanda. In the Thor trailer, the Panther God, the creator of the Panther God, is is there. She's sitting behind um, under Valkyrie and uh, Woman Thor. That is a key. Make sure y'all pay attention to that part. They're, that's how they're going to tie in uh, Black Panther dying um, with uh, Gore the God Butcher, who's killing gods. He's going to end up probably killing her, which is going to force. Uh, they're just going to say uh, Chadwick Boseman probably got, died. Black Panther probably died that way or some shit. I don't know. But I'm just saying, watch that. Other, last thing. Um, Marvel, this is a PSA. Get all this bullshit, y'all. All these movies y'all doing great. Get them all out of the way. Because come Get December. Get us to X-Men. Cause, huh? Get us to X-Men, please. No, no. Fuck all that shit. Marvel, 
Get all y'all movies. Get that shit figured out. Because come December, it's called Avatar 2. And we don't want to talk about nothing else. That's a fact. So get all y'all shit out the way. Because when daddy drop, <laughs> we're not talking about Marvel for a good hey, couple that months. that movie finished shut that shit, shit looks down, so cold. Bro. It had 124 million views in one in 24 hours. That's the fucking trailer. ridiculous. And the teaser trailer. It wasn't even a trailer. Just a teaser trailer. Dude, that movie's going to be so good. That's where Gamora went. They out there trying to find Gamora. Gamora went to uh, Pandora. <laughs> Avatar 2 looks fantastic. James Cameron has already stated that they filmed 2 and 3 already. There's going to be five of them. They're doing like a Star Wars vibe. So like... They're gonna be following Jake Scully. At some point, he'll probably die, and his son, his son, who's in the trailer, teaser trailer, or his daughter, they'll probably take over and run shit at some point. But I'm excited for Avatar. Um, it comes out the same day, uh, 14 years since the last one. Really? Yeah. The first one came out 2009, December 18th. This one drops December 18th, 2022. That's been 14 years. 13, 14 13, years. That's crazy. I'm very excited for this. Um, this is once I because this year we're getting Thor and we're getting Black Panther in November, and then December is all about Avatar. So I'm excited for that as well. Um, real quick, we about to go uh close out. Appreciate everybody tuning into the episode. I have Miami in five, maybe six, but we're gonna go ahead and get the uh Celtics up out of here and um. We're going to go ahead and figure out who we're going to play in the NBA Finals. But I'm excited. I'm confident in my team. It's going to be a challenge. But we will be figuring things out. I want to say shout out to Max Struess. Shout out to Gabe Vincent. Shout out to Kyle Lowry. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. Shout out to Victor Ladipo, PJ Tucker, Bam, Duncan Robinson, Markeith Morris, Udonis Haslam. This nigga from the name the coaching Dwayne staff, too. Dedman, Bam Manabayo, Eric Spolstra, Quinn, Karan Butler's on the bench. Uh, Carter, uh, Coach Carter's on the bench go, as well. Go we got Pat Riley, yep. um, Mickey Arison, the owner of the organization, yep. FTX Arena. Don't forget their sponsors. Um, shout out Dwayne Wade, what he's done, Alonzo Morning, as mm-hmm. well as what he's out there doing. Shout out to all of Miami, you know what I'm saying? Game uh, three of the finals, I will be in attendance. I don't care what's going on, I will be buying a ticket. Flying to Miami to watch my team in the finals. That's my hopes. I got Miami in five or six, but we're going to close out. Kojak, uh, follow up Kojak on all platforms. Corey on Facebook. One question before we go. Jaden, when do the Lakers play? All right. All right. All right, man. Go ahead and plug your stuff. Jaden Don 24 on IG. Jaden Turner on Facebook. Miami Heat finna fucking lose. See, I didn't even, I was going for y'all for a minute, but no. Y'all can y'all can lose, man. All right, man. So yeah, this episode JT will be 50. dropping. Um, who got the number one pick? Who got the number one pick in the draft? I don't know, but hey, man, appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, hey, Pat, Patrick Beverly, stop getting on ESPN talking like you just the Don Dada and everybody bro. just agree with everything you saying, bro. Like, bro, shut your weird say ass up. About J- Always about talking J-Tay. shit about motherfuckers. Shut up. All right, man. We out. God bless. Follow, follow up podcast. Follow up podcast.